Hey, it's Jamie Sumner, left guard from 1994-95, and this is the Bunch of Nuts podcast with my boys Dan and Cass. Go Bucks! Hello, and welcome back to a big-time episode of the Bunch of Nuts podcast. Dan, here at Big Cass. Uh, just Cass, really, really slow news day. Not, not much to talk about at all. Not much. You know what? No, I forgot. Big news. Jay Sean Tate got paid. Oh. That, oh, and by the way. If anybody knows that, you should know the smallest news of the day. The Big Ten is going to be the coastal, coast-to-coast conference in college sports. It's going to be, what is it, the Big 16 now? I, I would call it the Coastal 16. The Coastal 16. It's coast to coast. Um, I mean, it, I mean, it looks like right now, though, it, it, might not, it might be bigger than 16. Obviously, UCLA, USC are joining the Big Ten. It's official. Conference actually just tweeted out that they're joining. So it's done. It's happening 2024. Apparently, uh, some places reported, and my buddies are texting me, Oregon and Washington just applied. So they're, I mean, I, I would assume they're going to be in too. I, I think Oregon should be a lock to join too, because I mean, just their brand Nike and everything. I think that's a huge get for the conference. Washington makes sense. They're a big, 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 big player in that conference. Uh, but Cass, I mean, we were talking about this pre-show. I don't think the big Ten's done. And, you know, people have been kind of hinting at this today. I, I think we're going to have a mega conference. We were saying probably a 20 team conference, who would you like to see join? Well, realistically, I know everybody in the Midwest would love to see Notre Dame, but I don't. I, I don't know. I I, I kind of like the, where the rivalry is. I with Notre Dame fans, I like knowing the fact that we kick their ass every time we play <laughs> them, and we kick their ass in September. But I like the fact that you know them not being in the Big Ten. Um. I liked it. I, I, I honestly liked it in 2020 when they were in the ACC. I, I thought Notre Dame, um, they did, they proved that they can win in the ACC. They went to the, the uh, ACC title game. I like two schools in particular, and I'm not, I'm not, I'm thinking past football, mm-hmm. because realistically, you're going to see four great teams in each conference, and then you're going to see like four others that are going to be every once in a while pop up and be pretty good, and then you're going to see the rest of the conference that that'll be back. Mm-hmm. That's just my opinion. I, I think for because I'm a huge college basketball fan, and so is Dan. I think if somehow they can pull, along with Oregon and, and Washington, if they could pull a Colorado and a Kansas. I know Kansas is in the Big Twelve. I I can see that. The, the biggest player is what the ACC is going to do. What can the ACC do? And I think I would if I was the if I was the ACC, I'm calling up. A, um, I'm calling up Navy. I'm calling up, um, you know, you know, I know you, you laughed about Tulane. Tulane. But, <laughs> I mean, hey, UAB. Tulane has, more, Tulane has more SEC championships than like three or four teams in the SEC. Like right. South Carolina doesn't have any. Vanderbilt yeah. doesn't have any. Tulane is actually historically a better football program. <laughs> I think if I'm the ACC, I'm calling Notre Dame. Because like I said, four teams in each power 
five, you know, four, there's going to be four super conferences, 20 team super conferences. Think about the AC. Okay. Think about this. It might honestly be bigger than 20 cast. I could see being like a 24, 24, like 12 and 12. I know that's crazy. I could see that. But honestly, if I'm the ACC, I'm calling Notre Dame and I'm calling a couple AAC teams. I mean, you could call five and then call Notre Dame. And then you have your four teams. You have Miami, Florida State, uh, Clemson, and Notre Dame as your four. The Big Ten, I think, would be Ohio State, Penn State, USC, and then either Oregon, Michigan, you know, Wisconsin. That would rotate every year. And then, of course, the SEC would have Alabama. They would have um, – uh, I wouldn't say LSU. I, I'd say Alabama, Florida, I mean, Georgia – you know, and then other, you know, other uh, yeah. SEC, you know, but I like Kansas because they make Ohio State football money in basketball. I, I mean, I, it may, I mean, with if you add UCLA and Kansas, that that in itself is like adding Duke and UNC. And I would add Colorado just because the Nebraska can actually have a realistic rivalry. I mean, it, and also it, it, it bridges that geographical divide. It's just, like I just when you look at it on a map, when you see UCLA and UCLA, USC and UCLA, and you just see like there's like a like three or four states before the closest state, which is like Nebraska. It looks terrible. But if you put Colorado there, then it's like there's only one or two states, and it looks a lot better, especially if you have the uh, you know like Oregon and Washington up on the coast. USC, UCLA, Colorado, Nebraska, at least the West kind of makes sense now. And then, you, you know, you, you, you add the Minnesota, the Iowa, Wisconsin, and it looks a lot more, you know, palpable just looking at it. I know money is a big thing. I would – I cast – I think Colorado is the best choice. I, I, don't, I don't know if we're going to get Colorado, but I think Colorado makes the most sense. Um, You've been hearing Stanford too is one of them. Stanford would be a fantastic fanta- – how great would that be? We, the Big Ten just adds Stanford and we still keep out Notre Dame. So now we just have all the smart, like, the big institutions with, like, the, you know, super smart institutions that aren't Ivy League, but are like, no, Notre Dame's not joining. I think that would be the greatest thing ever. I think the interesting thing, too, is Boise State. You'll have, I mean, going, this would be, they're obviously going to join the Big 12 slash, you know, half the AAC, half the AAC is going to go to the ACC. I think honestly, with Cincinnati and all them joining, the Big Twelve is not far off of how with schools either. Now, um, I think if you, realistically you could add Boise State, um, I think I have an idea for all this. It's it's almost- this is another, this is next week's show. Honestly, next week's show we have to once all the because there's going to be more tomorrow. There's going to be more stories tomorrow. Yeah. We know I think next week's show will be dedicated to the. To Dan and Cass's four, four 20 team conferences. How okay. about that? Yeah. I just want to have an idea. I, just want, I don't want to talk about who's going to be in the conference. My idea was it's a little different. You do 24 teams, four okay. 24 teams, because it allows you to add some more of those, like, you know, Memphis, Houston, like the, those power five teams, those group of five teams that are like, that should be in a conference, but they're not in a conference. You do about 24. That comes to, what is it? Uh, 64. 24, 24, four of them. No, that's uh, 64. No, 24 times four is it's more than 64. Hold on. No, yeah, it is right. 96. 96. That's actually a lot. That's like, 
But I think like about it. If hear, hear me out, though. This could work. We keep the playoffs at four. In the conferences, you have pods. So in your pod, there's going to be like six teams in your pods because it's 24, 24 in a conference. Divide that by two and then divide it by two again. So there's four pods. The top team in each pod plays each uh, – like so the top – four teams in the conference play each other in a mini playoff to win the championship of their conference. And then the conference champions go to the playoff, the 14 playoff. And then basically the top 96 teams in college football are included. Sorry. If you're like a Southern Mississippi or a Troy, you're probably not getting in this conference, but at least it represents more people. I think that is something that we can potentially see. I like, um, I like 20. I like 420s cuz I think 96 is too much. That's just me. 420 yeah. 80 teams. I mean, and you could do this. I mean, one year like I don't like I don't know how the scheduling's going to work cuz there's no way they're going to do it like NFL style where you're going to play 16 games. There's no way. Um I but think you could justify it now with online classes and, you know, NIL that you Notre really Dame can. Remember Notre Dame don't do online. <laughs> I have my solution for Notre Dame. Okay. You want to hear it? Next week, Dan and I's 420-team conference. We'll do at least 20-team. That'll be the episode. We keep pushing back the scandal episode. Every time we get hyped up to do it, boom. News, news, Thursday news break. I call it the Thursday news break. Um, But, like, yeah, I mean, do do your thoughts on Notre Dame, my my friend. So, all right. Notre Dame basically is in a, pre- a precarious situation because I feel like they want to join the Big Ten if they're going to join a conference. It makes sense to join the Big Ten between you know, Ohio State, Michigan, now USC. They have those built-in rivalries. Obviously, they have the big buyout fee with the ACC. Uh, you know, it's like in the hundreds of millions of dollars. It's insane. And additionally, someone did the math and stated that Basically, you know, even if Notre Dame did pay this, by the way, Notre Dame has like a seventeen billion dollar endowment, so paying paying that fee, buyout fee, it, it, it's it's not great, but it's like you know me spending a hundred dollars on something, so it's it, it, they, they can afford it. Um, <laughs> basically, if Notre Dame, you know, can't decide on a conference, I think, hear me out, they should just go to the Ivy League, just. Go to the Ivy League, dominate the Ivy League. You get the because they get this is all they want. I think they just want to be seen as like a smart, prestigious university. So go ahead, we'll give you the Ivy League. You can beat up on Harvard, Brown, Princeton, Yale. Make yourself feel good. Get out of our lives forever if you don't want to join the Big Ten and just go stay in the Ivy and go have you know your 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 Manhattans and your your your, your martinis at your networking events with the. The Ivy League people, I think that's what Notre Dame should do because um, I'm fed up with them. They can't decide. I, I, I like I was, you were telling me pregame, uh, pre-show cast, Stanford wants to join potentially. I think it would be the greatest thing ever. If Stan, we got Stanford, Northwestern, Northwestern Michigan, uh, all like the smart non-Ivy League schools in the Big Ten, and we just said, Notre Dame, nope, no thanks. Uh, obviously, I- that's not going to happen. They're probably going to join, but that's my thoughts. I think they're either going to join the Big Ten or join the ACC. I honestly would rather see them join the ACC. Me too. <laughs> honestly. Um, that's not that I'm afraid of them. I'm not. I mean, I think we're going to beat them September 3rd pretty annually. But, I mean, 
Colin Coward said, oh, it's going to open up recruiting for USC and UCLA joining. It's going to open up recruiting for teams like Wisconsin and Iowa. And I'm like, not really. How? How? No, no one from California wants to go play in like Minnesota. That's what I'm interested in seeing. A week eight matchup, USC in the shoe or in the big house or in Happy Valley, which by the way, we're not going to play USC very often. Think about it. Unless it's in the Big Ten title game or in the conference title game. Yeah, it's, I, I don't see, I'm not like, I don't think it's going to be that you, crazy. Okay. This is a good Twitter poll question. What's the odds of seeing USC versus Rutgers than USC versus Ohio State? I mean, I, I'm just – I could see USC playing in Piscataway for some reason. I, I can picture At noon. That. At noon. Uh, did you see my tweet earlier on Twitter? Yeah. I, I, it, like, it, it is so wait. classic. It's just – I can't wait. But I Ohio, can see- Ohio State's going to play – Penn State at seven thirty kickoff against the Whiteout. USC and uh, say if you're flipping through channels, you can't find that noon game. You just click to the Big Ten, uh, and, the Big Ten <laughs> Network, and it's Brandon Godden and some former All Big Ten linebacker that does uh, not name Joshua Perry or James Laurinaitis that thinks they know everything about college football. And you're going to watch USC demolish Rutgers and Piscataway. I, I can't uh, look. I gotta tell Can't you one wait. thing. They gotta get like Bill Walton calling like Illinois versus Washington, <laughs> or like if that if that game happens, where or like Purdue versus Oregon, we need Bill Walton. And what about I, for basketball? Imagine this: Ohio State versus UCLA, ten p.m. tip. Uh, Jay Billis is calling the action at ten p.m. I mean, it's on ESPN or it's on Fox and Gus Johnson and uh, Jimmy Jackson are calling it. I would see. I think that's a Fox game, honestly. Yeah. UCLA, Ohio State would absolutely be on Fox or CBS on a Sunday. I don't think that's gay. I guess. That's not a game they would schedule on a Tuesday. We would play. We would play Washington on a Tuesday. I could see uh, not 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 UCLA, but it's. That would be, be awesome. UCLA on a Saturday or Sunday. That following that following Tuesday or that following Tuesday or Wednesday, we're playing USC or anybody else in the West Coast, hands down. Someone brought up a great thing though, and for some reason, my dumb mind couldn't adjust the time zones this quickly. Uh, <laughs> if if they do like a noon kickoff in California, for some reason, I nine a.m. It's not nine a.m. Well, it's it would be three p.m. Eastern our time. It would be. 12 a.m. of a 12 p.m. noon on the East Coast. There's there's no 9 a.m. kickoff. That's not possible. Well, it would be it would be noon. If they did big noon kickoff in USC for noon Eastern time, it'd be 9 a.m. kickoff. They've done it before. They've done it before. That's just ridiculous. Um, (laughs) But if it is a noon game out there, it'd be that it'd be that four. It'd probably be a one o'clock kick there, but it'd be that twilight four o'clock game. That's much better. They do that. They would. They would definitely do that. I don't see unless unless it's like a unless like the nine a.m. game, you can do it, but do it with like like Rutgers or like Maryland. Don't Rutgers, Rutgers out in Seattle against Washington. 
Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> Anyways, speaking, we were talking a little bit, uh, talking a little bit basketball, but Ohio State's non-conference schedule out. A lot of Buckeye fans were complaining and stuff, and then uh, on Facebook, like Cole Holtman does plays a weak con non con. Uh, non- <laughs> yeah. I'm like, people, do you realize who's in the Maui tournament? I mean, come on, I forgot. I'm like. Like we play, there's San Diego State. That's one of those teams. I forget who's all in the Maui, but um, but it's a pretty solid schedule because I think we're going to play two, one or two, maybe three powerhouses in the Maui. Um, I think we'll get. I think somehow we'll lose in the CBS Sports Classic to North Carolina, and I think we're like I'm with Dan. I think we're going to go to Cameron Indoor and upset Duke. It's we're 100 percent going to upset Duke. Um, no, I mean I'm never I'm so confident in that, and there's gonna and Duke will be a good team. It's just somehow we're gonna we're gonna do that. I don't know. What, I don't, it, what did I say? Justice Suing's gonna drop like 35. He's still he's, hurt. He's still not like really doing much apparently. So I'm a little getting a little nervous about that, Cass. I don't know. I don't know, Cass. But in the Maui, just so you know, it's Arkansas, Arizona, Cincinnati, Creighton, Louisville. Ohio State, San Diego State, Texas Tech. I was actually talking to someone on Twitter about this. That's a so, solid list. Yeah, no, and a lot of like because I like Arkansas State, Arkansas and Texas Vegas, Tech. I, I, if Ar- I honestly, if I was going back to Vegas, I'd probably drop money on uh, drop money on uh, Arkansas winning the whole dance, the whole dance. Yeah, no, I mean Arkansas, like Arkansas and Texas Tech are two pretty good programs these days uh, yeah, sneaky stay. good uh obviously louisville has al- always been a bl- like basically not blue blood but they're pretty close arizona same kind they of used deal. to be a blue blood louisville yeah. used to be a blue blood arizona I, same kind of deal cincinnati san diego state Creighton, solid. just good solid, solid teams and then us so they, i do think we could honestly make some noise in it but we'll go we'll go like one and one in it or something i think we'll go two and one I see us winning our first game and then losing the next few. How many do you play in the Maui? Do you play three? Three, yeah, something like that. I can honestly see us winning it. I mean, I, look, look. If Holtman, if Holtman, if Holtman wins the Maui, I'll, 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 he buys. I'll, he will. He will buy himself two years in my book. Two years, because I'll, I'll, I'll. If he wins the Maui, I'm counting as a championship. If he wins the Maui, he's not beating North Carolina or Duke, though. Yes, yeah, it, exactly. It's the signs. It's, but honestly, I would rather have us win the Maui, just so I could say we won a tournament this year. And <laughs> oh, I'm hanging a banner. If we win the Maui, I'm that's Dan's gonna I'm, get kicked out of the shot because he's gonna make a makeshift Maui tournament. It, it, if, it in the Raptors. Here, here. Listen, people. I'm telling you, I'm a man of my word on this. If we win the Maui. <laughs> I will wear a Hawaiian shirt and a lei for a whole week. I I can ha- I have the shirt you can borrow. Yeah, like, I'm a man of my word. I will uh, Hawaii shirt lei for a week. Um, not in the winter though. It will. I will do it in the summertime. No, you have to wear it in the winter, man. I all right, fine, fine. Christmas break, I will do that if. And then when when you and I go, when you and I go to a uh, basketball game this year in the shot, you have to wear it. Deal. Deal. How about deal. that? How about deal. That? Deal. 
don't deal. have to wear it for a whole week, but you have to wear the lei and the Hawaiian shirt. We have to win the Maui first, though. Yes. If we don't win the Maui, the bet's and off. It, it can't. It can't. It can't be against Robert Morris. <laughs> or, it has to be against Michigan. Uh, realistically, though, uh, on that schedule, what did I have us at? I think I was oh, eight, Michigan. We don't, I we don't was, play eight and three or nine and two. I said realistically yeah, on that schedule. I think I, I, I 100% agree with you too. I mean, because look, it's I don't even know how we're going to count like score this, but like Shamanad's exhibition, I didn't count that as a real game. Robert Morris win, Charleston Southern win, Eastern Illinois win, Maui Invitational um, three and zero. I'm going to say. Duke lost, St. Francis win, North Carolina loss. Where's that North Carolina team played at? Uh, CBS Sports Classic. I believe it's New York. If it's in New York, Buckeyes win. Hold on. CBS Sports Classic. Somehow North Carolina will get COVID and we'll have to play UCLA. Our our, our new conference opponent. Yeah, it's uh, December 17th, Madison Square Garden. I might try to go to that. All right, Buckeyes winning that, by the way. So, yeah, 9-2, 8-3. and two, eight and three. That's my... And then we both agree that they're going to lose a lot of games in January. 100%. 100%. We're going to be flying high after the Maui win, and that's when it all goes downhill. And then that's when uh, we're going to lose Kevin Durant because he's going to be like, yeah, I'm out. You see, you see today they posted uh, a picture of Kevin Durant, Ohio State basketball, saying my, my, next, my next move or whatever. Kevin Durant. Holtman would play him as a center. Holtman Dude, would bench him. The band as a center. Holtman would be like, hey, KD, uh, you know, I appreciate your basketball p- prowess, but, uh, point. I, but we got a really good guy named Joey Bronk who I think could be something special. So you're going to have to drive no, the pine here, KD. Bronk's gone. I, I'm just I'm just using that as an example. We got oh. you're, you're great in all, Katie, but we got Kalen Etzler. So you know, it's just bro. Here's what's going to happen. We're, we're going to get KD to come to Ohio State, and then we're going to have a bunch of guys enter the portal. And Dan uh, Andrew Dockage's brother, um, David Dockage, his <laughs> brother. No, I don't even know if it's real. I was just making it. <laughs> He's going to run the point, and KD is going to be like, okay, I have it's just me, Zed Key, uh, injured prone Seth Towns, and injured prone Justice Suing. They're still going to be injured, but they're going to be playing. They're going to be like, okay, okay, uh, KD, go win it. Go win it. Maybe Kyrie Irving's uh, little brother will play too. And we're still going to somehow lose to like Nebraska in in February on, on a Tuesday. Tuesday night, nine o'clock tip. Katie, Katie's never been to Lincoln. He shook. <laughs> oh, anyways, Buckeyes got two de- defensive back commits, one flip from Georgia, um, and one flip from Texas Tech this week. So Ohio State still still up in number one in the recruiting class for twenty twenty three. I love I love this Calvin Simpson hunt commitment. I mean, he just looks he looks like a dog. Uh, yeah. just want, like what, looking at him that, I mean, he's an Adidas all American. He's a scrappy guy. He's only six foot, 175 pounds, but he's really quick. I mean, he's fast. He kind of reminds me a little bit of almost like a Bradley Roby. I could see a little bit of Dude, him. his sophomore year. He's going to be six foot two fifteen. 
Yeah, he's gonna be a dog. That guy. I just like that's 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 that's, that's recruitment. Him the safety. I could see that. I mean, that's just you could just see guys who get recruited, and you're like, huh? He's only four stars, and you watch him play. You look at all the measurables, and you're like, I think they might have just completely over like looked this guy because I that guy is gonna be a dog. I'm telling you, uh, I feel like that guy in the TikTok somehow will be a five star after this year. Hundred percent. I think. I think that's a great. I mean, I think that's a great signing. Um, I think he's scrappy, physical, fast. I'm excited about him. And yeah. obviously, Kai and Lee too. I forgot. I completely forgot about Kai and Lee. Is that the kid that flipped from Texas Tech? Uh, yes. Uh, no, no, no. no. Um, Simpson. He's the one- Simpson flipped from Texas Tech. Kai and Lee. Yeah. Um, he's the one that Georgia. He's the one that's. He's the one that flipped from Georgia. And um, I think he's the one that they'll probably move to safety. He's yeah, he's. I mean, he he. Well, he's a six two one. He's six two, hundred seventy five. Yeah, he's got the Josh Proctor size. I agree. Yeah. I mean, Speaking I'm just looking at this recruiting class, though, Cass. It's dirty. No, and, no quarterbacks. Hey, we don't need one. It's just this this class is so dirty. Just looking at like Ennis Tate, Luke Montgomery, Rogers. Deion Johnson, Ty Lockwood, Kyan Lee, uh, our boy Simpson, who we were just talking about before, Malik Hartford, Josh Padilla, Cedric Hawkins, Mark Fletcher, Austin Serveld, Bryson Rogers, and then last but not least, Will Smith Jr. So, like, I mean, that's. Do you see Landon Pace um, is being looked at by Ohio State? He's a tight end, or Landon Pace's son. I wonder, can he move well? I think he's. I think his name is Landon Pace. I wonder. I'm. I'm. I wonder like how smooth he is with his route running. I, I'm sure he's like the best. He'd be like the best blocking tight end we've ever gotten. <laughs> I would not doubt that. I'm I just curious. Know, I mean, Ben Hartsock was good. Um, Jeff Hireman. Those guys were good. I mean, he's Orlando uh, Pace's kid. Though, yeah, seven sure hours ago, Ohio State offers son of OSU legend Orlando Pace. Uh, Landon Pace is a tight end, a class of 2025. He's high school sophomore. Let me pull He's up the stats. Yeah. Oh, I'm pulling up. Keep talking, Cass. Yeah, you, um, there's pictures of him wearing the uh, number 88. He's on Twitter. Um, I just, I'm sending you the tweet right now. He's only 6'2", 200 pounds, and they list him as athlete. He, he has a baby face, though. Um, no, no disrespect at all. He's just like, awesome, though. Hey, wow. Yeah, he's he he looks young. Um, I, he's big though for a young guy. Like he's just like his frame is pretty big. Um, wow. So that's interesting. I can see. I mean, it, he he's definitely got gonna fill out. I think that's a smart recruit, smart offer. I think he's definitely a guy who like you get that guy in the weight room. He's gonna be big. Yeah, I mean, I he's got this. I think. Anyway, yeah, I think he's gonna be all right. Anyways, I was—I mean, I don't know if anybody's caught my TikToks this week. I've made some nice highlights because I'm in like depressed Ohio State mode. Like I'm ready for football season. We're close. We're yeah, so we're close because you know why we're close, Cass? Because it's that random like it's every like it's about two months before the season. We always get like some random college football landscape changing news around this time each year. Yep, and um, I think. I think um, 
Marcus Ball, underrated blocker for Ohio State, that tight end. I was watching the 2016 Oklahoma game, and I'm like, dude, this guy could block. He could block. You ain't seen nothing yet. Wait till we see Joe Royer this year, baby. G. Scott, man. G. Scott, Joe Royer. Let's go. Uh, Mitch Rossi. Cade Stover. Mitch Rossi might be the most unsung hero player on this offensive roster. Him and Stover, I feel like. They're just the two guys who are just – Basically, they're they're just linemen who we just move move around. They're going to, they're going to have ten catches this year, maybe one or two touchdowns each, but they're going to be like blocking studs, man. Yeah. So 100%. I mean, I can't wait for this season. And by the way, to end this on my note, Terrell Pryor laid the wood against Minnesota. Oh, he did. I saw that video. Yeah, I want to bring that video up because yeah. That's how you run as a quarterback. I respect that. You know, he, he puts his shoulder down, finishes that run. Also, the Ryan Shazier video I posted, uh, is that the greatest goal line stop of all time for Ohio State cast? I know, I know it's, you know, the, the national championship, you know, fourth down. Not a goal line stand, though. A goal line stand, I mean, yeah, the national championship was a goal line stand, but Dorsey dropped back the pass. Literally, you had the best running back statistically in the history of college football on fourth down trying to run it in for the one-yard line, and Shazier lays the wood, puts his helmet on the ball, and the ball flops it. On the, like, inch line, too. He was yeah. he was breaking that plane if he didn't hit the ball. I love what C. Grant did, but what C. Grant did was phenomenal. We won a national title, blah, blah, blah. That might win a lot. That might be number one in a lot of people's books just because of the one, winning the national championship. But also, dude missed his block on that play, too. <laughs> so, <laughs> that's I funny. D. Grant read that perfectly. He was a linebacker with DB speed. But um, what Ryan Shazier did was phenomenal. Yeah, it's just... Also, look up Mike Kudla recovers a, recovers a fumble against Purdue in the end zone. I think it was in 2005 or three, four, or five, one of the years. Um, yeah, that's that's a good one. Um, those are the only two that I can think off the top of my head. Oh, by the way, Cameron, uh, Cameron Hayward picks off. Uh, <laughs> that's not a goal three. line stand. That's just a fat man running. Dude, yeah. Jerron Cage and Cameron Hayward had two of the best – interceptions even though Hayward didn't score Jerron Cage did I've never heard the stadium louder when when Jerron Cage was running down the field I've, I like that's honestly the loudest it got last season for sure it, obviously it might have been louder in the Michigan game that it, one year and then Chris Gamble man and then a highlight of Chris Gamble just dude it was a dog and then underrated Sean Springs interception against Notre Dame was unreal the other highlight I posted. By the way, Cass, as we're kind of winding down this episode, we for, we forgot to touch upon this because we talked about it in the beginning of the show. Harbaugh. <laughs> this will end it. Yeah, this is – I mean, we're going to take the next probably Eleven five hour layover with Delta. It's – I mean, he looks like a child out there. It's actually uh, – <laughs> he, looks, he looks relaxed. I'm happy for the guy. I'm happy he's taking it easy. He's not really trying this hard this off season. He's, <laughs> he's, he's stopped, resting. He's, 
He stops at Chick-fil-A during his 11-hour layover. Eating a chicken, which he has said as a nervous bird, and now the guy's eating the chicken. I'm telling you, that's not a good sign for them. Then he finally gets on vacation. He's relaxing, and he's rapping, dude. He's living the high (laughs) life. He beat Ohio State. But as that's happening, he's losing recruits. (laughs) As that's that's happening, his conference is completely shifting. He's... University's not creating any NIL fund. Uh, Ohio State's getting angry because Notre Dame's, you know, fueling them with hate. Uh, and he's just kind of in his own little la-la world. I love it because I know in November it's going to be doomsday for him. But it's enjoy yourself now, Jimmy. Have a blast. Don't work too hard. That's all I got to say. Rapping to Eminem. <laughs> uh, to be fair, at least Eminem is from – uh, Michigan, so that does make sense. It would have been funnier if he was rapping with if he was rapping to Bow Wow music. He's from but, Columbus. Yeah, <laughs> or, or <laughs> yeah, I would rather have Eminem to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> Me too, but <laughs> no. What if he was rapping Machine Gun Kelly? Come on, <laughs> MGK. Ooh, Eminem. Made him go punk rock, <laughs> literally. Well, yeah, <laughs> you're not wrong. Oh man! Oh man! Oh man! Oh, Next man. week's Fourth of July, everyone. This weekend's the Fourth of July, everyone. I hope everybody has a great holiday. Stay safe. Don't pull a um, J- uh, J- uh, Jason Pierre Paul. Was that is his name? Jason Pierre Paul. Yeah, JPP. Be careful with the font. Well, I am Jason Pierre Paul, the Blue Jackets goalie too. R.I.P. Yeah. So uh, don't play with fireworks. If you're highly intoxicated, please enjoy the holiday. Have you some hot dogs on, on Monday? Nothing like being in America, celebrating the holiday with fireworks and eating a hot dog. It's $10 now, $10 more now to throw a barbecue. Yeah. <laughs> uh, everybody enjoy the holiday. Cause you know what? After this, we're only three weeks away from fall camp. From Ohio State getting their quest for their ninth national championship. By the way, I've been hearing rumbles that CJ Stroud has that look in his eye. Good. He better. <laughs> he better at this point. My man's gotten paid. He's got a new car. All he has to do uh, is just literally put his head down and get that first down. That's all we I ask guess, now. I guess he's really like taking the Michigan loss serious, like as he should. I mean, but on the field is getting their black pebbles today. Got their black pebbles. So Braxton, all the turf. Yeah. Braxton, steer away. We don't need any more black pellets hopping in your eye when you're scrambling for a run. Maybe that's <laughs> why CJ Stroud don't run. You don't want to get a black pellet in his eye. By the way, that Honestly, does. Have you, have you ever gotten a, a black pellet in your eye or, yeah, a, or I just have. like. I've gotten, I've gotten, I still have like a, like a, like a mini scar from it. I have, I've gotten black pellets stuck in like my, my equipment and they just like pressed against my skin to the point where they like, they get like stuck in your skin. You have to like pick up, yeah, you have to like pick them out and it's the, I hate that. It's, it's just, eh. All right. Before we leave, what, wonder what the odds of Big Cass when he works, oh, I'm working the Michigan game. Good for you, buddy. Yeah. But um, I'm sure if any more Fox games come out, I'll probably be working. 
what's the odds of big cast finding another headband on the sidelines while I work? I still swear my headband's Kayvon Popes from when he walked off. Well, is it going to be from someone quitting, or is it just going to be a headband? I think just a headband. I would say probably 60% chance this season. Uh, if it's for someone quitting, it's 10%, I would say. It, 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 my, my, my culprits would be like a Julian Fleming, because he has one that. Or Tarana Mitchell. Those would be my and I, I I have no evidence to say that. I'm just going off guys who wear headbands who I can see the doing that. I'm, I, I think most because Mitchell is a captain. Yeah, I don't I, I, I don't think they would either. I think they're good good guys, yeah. but yeah. I guess that's who I'd throw my money on. So next week we're gonna skip scandals again. <laughs> and we're gonna come up with our twenty team conference team. We are, and whatever whatever crazy breaking news happens two hours before our show, because it's that's how the week went. It was kind of slow, kind of slow, kind of slow, and then it was oh, brand new conference, two new commits. Uh, oh, Berm, uh, no, not Berm. Austin Ward joins ninety seven point one, um, and then I think we missed another thing or two. Urban Meyer probably opened up a new restaurant. I don't know. He opened up a gas station. Yeah. Or <laughs> Dude, he could probably make bank now at a gas station. The yeah. urban station. It's a it's a it's a gas station. Marathon. That that, that doesn't serve Lambos. It's a mar- it's a marathon. It's a gas station that don't have gas. It's for electric cars. It's a gas station, and if you pull up in a, a Lambo like Josh Lambo, you're gonna get kicked <laughs> it's, it's a pump station brought to you by marathon and it's gonna have it's gonna have hunt's brothers pizza <laughs> oh god okay yeah that, that's enough of the show all right all right yeah that's <laughs> cut it cut it there all right we got a minute left thank you so much for listening to another episode of the bunch of nuts podcast have a happy fourth of july and as always go bucks